0: with Matt Kolsky and Derek Madden. Yeah, yeah. All right, it is Friday. It is Toy Department time. I am Derek Madden. He's Matt Kolsky. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm being enthusiastic in the intro, but are you ready to be enthusiastic?
1: I'm going to try. I'm going to do my (laughs) best. I feel like garbage uh, in a variety of ways, but especially in the way where there's, Mucus in my sinuses, and it is dripping down my throat, making me want to throw up. Sounds lovely. Was that sounds too vivid lo- for the beginning of a podcast?
0: Well, have you have you ever thrown up on this podcast before? I don't. I feel like I would remember that.
1: No, I. Uh, this is another thing to know about me. Um, I, I mean, this might be a slight exaggeration because really, I, I, neither of these things sounds appealing to me, but. Uh, my aversion to vomiting is of the level of I would consider losing a limb and definitely give up a finger to avoid oh. throwing up. Oh, really? Really? I hate it. Um, I cannot do it in any way other than extremely loud and violent and repeated, and I, it's the worst feeling in the world to me. Yeah. I mean, I can't say anybody likes. You know what I mean? Like there's somebody who enjoys it. No, nobody right? likes it, but there are people who can like be like, "Ah, yeah, I I was sick, I puked and uh, you know, I actually felt a little better." Um, and I have never ever been that person. If I vomit once, uh, I'm down for days.
0: If if I have created a vomit situation, like if I have uh, you know, uh, overserved myself, uh-huh. I really I really try to avoid you know what I mean? Like I will really try to fight, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Fight happening. And sometimes I can succeed. That always feels good.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny because it doesn't feel good, right? Like it you right. it, it, it doesn't makes feel you good. S- yeah. But it it's feels, a great it sense feel, of feel, accomplishment. Exactly,
0: you nailed it. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to talk about things other than, than,
1: uh, uh, vomit this week. Um. <laughs> Hello, friendly toy department listeners. We've changed the subject matter of our podcast <laughs> to bodily functions. Mm. Uh, the challenge is back, folks. Challenge
0: all stars, and and it. We we've talked in the past uh, about this show as sort of the junior circuit, and I look. I'm not going to say that it's it's not that anymore, but I would say that All Stars Three is much more of I think what we had in mind when they announced that this All Stars thing was happening.
1: Well, first of all, I think senior circuit is more appropriate. Um, yeah, <laughs> correct.
0: But <clears throat> all the competition, senior circuit, yes.
1: Yes, um, but now it really does resemble Like, I feel like now it, it could be called the Champions Tour Instead of the Senior Tour, you know what I mean? Like, it, these are legitimate competitors And, and we knew that going in Because we looked at the cast list and said that But, I will say that in Episode 2 uh, And the first two episodes dropped But in Episode 2, when the elimination <laughs> was Letarian and Mark I was like, and and someone even said on the show, wow, that's like, it's, you know, it's really early to make that big of a move. And on its face, that comment makes sense. But then you look at the cast list and at least on the guy's side, I mean, there's a couple women that are probably going to get picked on, but on the guy's side, I mean, I maybe Cyrus is the, the low man on the totem pole, but for the most part, every elimination is going to be an absolute head banger. There are no weak spots. Yeah, so it, it, it's
0: interesting, right? I, I think if you look at this show, and, and they're kind of coming in, into it with this sort of uh, only finalists. You have to you have to qualify for a final to be on the yep. show uh, as sort of the gimmick, and I think that's good. And I, I think when you, if you if you're just looking at resumes. Um, you know, like you've got you. It's it's. There's no weak spots, right? Really, but there's this other factor which is just age. So you know, people wow. like Cynthia and Ronnie uh, or Cyrus uh, or even Litarian, I think, right? I like know, they're man. all accomplished challengers. But you know, the long time has passed since some of them were accomplishing things. You know, well, what I mean? Well, let me
1: ask you this: in that specific elimination, the dragging each other. Elimination Who else would have beaten Letarian Besides Mark Long Oh I don't know man <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing I think, right now, I think a lot of the
0: I, I, don't, I don't buy Letarian's thing that Mark's The only guy that could have beat him I don't know he's got a size advantage on like Say yes you know what I mean um, uh, I mean look like, Do you- Mark He's got a size advantage on Derek would you assume that that De- he was going to be Derek I don't know that I would I ah mean, i mean I would at least I agree if Mark was a really tough draw for for Letarian the worst draw <laughs>
1: in that and I would at least yeah. I would at least give latarian you know 50 50 shot against about just about anybody else um and I would add this mark long is turning 51 in a few weeks. So yeah, can I just say as as an aside, um,
0: that this show all the time makes me feel like we don't somehow don't give CT enough credit.
1: That's absolutely right. He's
0: he's really of the age, and in fact, I'm I'm pretty sure he's older than a good chunk of the people on this show, and he's winning the not just in the real challenge, but winning and dominating the real challenge. Like that's amazing.
1: He is the Uh, LeBron of the challenge. Yeah, like, it's insane <laughs> He's the LeBron James oh. But, but in Mark's defense, CT is 10 years younger than Mark 10 years A decade younger Yeah, you that's know? fair So, these dudes that are 50 And Cyrus, I believe, is in that boat as well Cyrus like, is 50, yeah I, I mean, yeah, they're older But, like, ah, I mean... Most of the 50-year-old, I think Letarian's probably in that boat as well. Like, I, I don't know. I'd give him a real good chance against the Derricks and the, the you know, Wesses. Um, he definitely would have beat Yes. He definitely would have beat Cyrus. So, like, yeah. And actually, he's only 44. But, but yeah, all, all half of these people are over 40, if not more. It might be 90%. And they're still pretty tough. They're still pretty tough So, I I don't know I'm not sure he could have had a worse draw Than Mark Long Um, And I thought the way they chose Mark Was super interesting
0: Yeah, well, everybody kind of like I mean, they went through a process That I think like, if you know, if the other contestants had somehow gotten to watch that deliberation or whatever, like I think everyone would sort of feel like okay about it. You know what I not mean? Not Tina. Well, maybe not Tina. Because <laughs> here's what happened,
1: and this is why I found it interesting. Because you're right, they did go through a process, but they changed the process f- between guys and girls. Yeah. They how old is
0: Tyler is? By the way, I'm sorry, I I I got on a little tangent here while we were doing ages.
1: How old do I think who is? Tyler. I don't know like 47
0: 41
1: Oh not bad Yeah not bad He was um, uh, he's clearly fermi- the weakest competitor No, I had so. no
0: idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah although I mean his, When you look at his resume man it's, it's not
1: its not too bad Yeah but you know it's tricky um, Because a lot And they, they use this to fill out the cast With the had to qualify for a final thing But so many of these people qualified for team finals Very few of them Yeah that's <laughs> that's rare <fair>. um, <laughs> but he he's a two- time champ he want to cut through yeah. rivals look you know Tyler's a great teammate, but he was always in trouble in an individual challenge and 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 uh, no shade, but just from a fitness perspective, like he was visibly the worst male competitor
0: yeah i don't I don't think he was prepared for uh the the level of male talent coming back yeah but
1: also like let's be serious he knew. So he chose not to prepare. <laughs> 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 and you know, God love him, respect. He, he and you know what when he when he was trying to make his case, he made his case in the most reasonable way, which is yeah, I'm not Pretty good, wonderful. but like I'm fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, which I agree. I agree. That was the way to go. Uh, he, I mean, he told on himself a little bit, but it was is you know right. It's the way to go. Saying you hope that people make a big move. Is a tacit admission that you are a small move
1: Correct, correct That's how <laughs> it always goes And and I, I will also say like, Just broadly speaking Everything And you said this at the beginning Everything about this feels more Like the The flagship And it really feels Unlike the first two all-star seasons Although the second one was a little more in this vein But this one really feels like now we're just doing the modern challenge with some of your favorite old competitors and there's a lot of intrigue to be had with this cast. I I this
0: not just this cast by the way. I I think the this format, right? Like yes. I really like what he did with the format doing uh, I'm just going to call it a jury, right, because there different versions of this. But, you know, the authority, right, having this sort of group thing right. where top three gets you some power. And then you've got this mysterious stars element that's going to come into play at some point that also is going to give you some power that we don't quite know about. They've really set it up for people to kind of scheme on each other. And we have a much more, you know, it hasn't totally played out so far, but we definitely have a group that seems much more willing to scheme I think they've really set this up to be a much more competitive game they than the, the prior seasons.
1: And and in 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 the competitive vein, there are three things that jumped out to me. Um, the first I already said, which is just there's no days off on the men's side whatsoever. Um, even Cyrus is is tough, man. I like he's not he's not Mark Long, he's not Wes, but he's tough and. He's not here to mess around Speaking of not here to mess around Yes showed up ready to play this game um, <laughs> But Yes he did <laughs> the, the other two things are on the women's side um, First of all Shout out John A Because in three seasons of All-Stars She has gone from sort of lost child To clear power player like she is a she is on top of her strategy. She is actively playing the game strategically, and she is turning in quality physical performances at every challenge. So, for just as a viewer, that's been an awesome thing to watch—the like emergence yeah. of John A as badass mom winner, you know. Yeah, and
0: I think she's kind of got this alliance with MJ By the way, another guy that I think uh, uh, Letarian would have had a real tough time with In that uh, elimination Okay, but, uh, but
1: but when you say tough time Like, what chance are you giving? Isn't it about
0: 50-50? Nah, not to me okay. <laughs> I don't <so> disrespect Letarian <laughs> You know what I, I mean? I have a, but, I uh, seem to
1: have more respect for Letarian than you do But but that's neither here nor there And Because again, <laughs> the main point is Like Nobody in the game wants to go against anybody else in the game right now on no, the side, no. right?
0: Like, and, and you know what, that, that opening shot where John A and MJ and yes, walk in and like, it's like the champs are here. Like, Hey, I thought it was a cool moment. And B it's like, those are really like that moment exists because of the prior two seasons, right? Like yes. th- those are not people that w- you would have necessarily, Assumed coming back, like, oh, look out for
1: those three. But no, but you definitely uh, do now, right? But you like, do now. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Not in the way that, like, challenge uh, that Tyler is a two time challenge champ, but in the way that, like, those are legitimate high level competitors. Um, so I've yeah. I really enjoyed that with John A. And the last thing I, I that really jumped out to me, and I'm interested to see what you think about this. Um, and I think relevantly. I have just been watching season twenty-nine, which is called "Invasion of the Champions." Do you remember that season?
0: No, you know you've been you've been much better about going back to the old seasons. I need to do like just a, a especially now since it's all kind of headed to you know it's pretty much all exists on streaming right now. I need to Sadly, do the full. Like,
1: I could much. not familiarize myself they- with Cynthia or Ronnie. Uh, because those old ass <laughs> seasons are nowhere to be found. But yeah. um, they
0: so much like I mean I I watched them all, but they have blended together in my head, unfortunately. There's so many seasons, you I know mean, what I mean? Is,
1: uh, like if you count regular and all stars, I believe this is season forty. Yeah. And I mean I've watched pros versus Joes. Yeah, you me know too. I mean? Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> TO is floating around in my challenge brain somewhere. Um, but so here's the other thing, and and uh, season twenty nine, invasion of the champions is the one where they had all the people who had never won before, and they tricked them into thinking none of the champions were going to be there, and they were living in like a dirty beach shelter. Oh, there's like a champion. Yeah, yeah. And then they bring them all out. Yeah. Right. And one of the key players in that season is Kayla, and she is an absolute apocalypse. Just. <laughs> Emotions. She pees herself. uh in that season. Um.
0: Oh my like, God! How did I
1: forget that happened? Drunkenly <laughs> pees herself to the point where Corey, who was hooking up with her, is kind of like, yeah,
0: nah. he's like, sorry,
1: like, like, I gotta, I gotta back away from this. <laughs> I mean, he ends up not backing away, but but he does say all that. Um, and she's of just Corey's gonna a hell of
0: an all-star someday. By oh the way. yeah, he is
1: yeah he is but he's got to get himself a title first uh so anyway the the point of all this is Kayla's a mess and good physically but such a mess emotionally and strategically uh, that like you're just waiting for her to, ex- to explode the whole season until she does um yeah I, I mean I don't know you know I don't know if, you know, ex- well, if explosion is the right word for her anymore because well she's... that's what I'm saying hold on this is where I'm going yeah. okay the Kayla who showed up this season and i it didn't hit I didn't notice until they had the uh authority in the second episode and she just took control of the room and not only took control of the room but convinced everyone to tell her who their allies were yeah yeah and, no she and then yeah.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. great. And she's like, I, I, "Look, I'm I, you know, I'm showing your card here, but it's a card everybody knew. So, and I'm going to get all this information in exchange. And I'm
1: like, exactly. Damn straight, you are, Kayla. <laughs> she was really on top of it, just like yeah. and totally in control of herself, and like calm and sort of like. There was this one point where she was like, "Well, I think everybody knows. I'm uh, going to take care of." I can't even remember who it was, but like, and then she's like, so who do you guys like? Ah, And I was like, she's playing these people like a fiddle. And even the people who kind of knew what she was doing found themselves in a position where like, okay, this does seem like the best way to handle this without making too many extra enemies. So I guess I got to tell Kayla who I'm, who I'm rolling with. Um, Yeah. Well,
0: Veronica. Right. A, A, everyone's, everyone I think already kind of knows you're with Tina, and B, you're willing to just not be with Tina if that's what, what it takes, right? So, yeah. um, you're, you're just throwing it out, right? Yep. She's, um, yeah. she's going to be, if he's going to be on this show, it's going to be with her brain, clearly. So, correct. Um, <laughs> I am, I, I am fascinated to see with someone like, uh, Veronica, who is clearly just not in shape. Um, if, uh, if she's going to be able to continue to kind of to win with my games At, at this, uh, you know, it's, it's just a different level You know, it's gonna, I'm fascinated by that
1: Yeah, yeah um, I also, uh, it was a real bummer that Melinda was hurt um, And it, it made me remember how quick the turnaround was because, you know, normally if someone's like, well, I sprained my ankle on the last challenge and it still hurts, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But it was only like a month, I think, between the end of the last one and the start of this one. So, Oh, I think I knew that. I I might be exaggerating, but, like, we just watched All-Stars 2. Um. <laughs> You know? I just
0: assumed that her. Well, they only shoot for like three weeks on those, right? So it, it feels like they could. You know what I mean? That there could be a break in it. Anyway, I just assumed that um, you know she's old and and that she hurt her ankle and it It just. You know what I mean? It takes longer to to get back to full strength. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, um, I think it's a combination of the two, but that was a bummer because uh, a I would have liked to see that elimination, but b like I really think Melinda is. It's Sort of in the mold of John A Like she was maybe a little bit of an afterthought In her first run But she has come back with a vengeance And a lot of ability Uh, So I was looking forward to seeing her As part of the season And and I thought that was a bummer of a way for her to go out But obviously she and Tina Did not really want to go against each other anyway
0: And if I could throw out a C um, You know she he she was a Wes ally and Wes needs to have some allies or it's or it's
1: less interesting. <laughs> right
0: Red just, gonna... man,
1: I, I I he said it, but like, what were they doing? How, <laughs> I mean, you let yeah. Brad save Wes? If that <laughs> happens again So here's from my perspective, Wes is gonna go into any elimination moving forward where he's not in the authority. Because they must Realize they had an opportunity To eliminate Wes and they didn't take it Because Brad decided He wanted to save him all they had to do was Outvote Brad and if it right. happens again I guarantee they're just going to outvote Brad and I don't think there's anyone Else in the house maybe Nehemiah But other than Nehemiah I don't think there's Anyone else in the house with, who has Wes's back
0: uh, Yeah I don't, I don't think so either and that's uh, it's a bummer for West because you know taking a shot at Jordan like shouldn't have really been a thing that would be super alienating, right? Like, well, maybe it wasn't. People have bad blood, you know, and Jordan doesn't have any friends either. So well, also, like, let's gotta... talk about this. Oh, Can we talk about Jordan? Friend.
1: Because yeah, please, we've got a new Jordan here, and it's we... um. It's <laughs> Why well, I, I don't know. He really know. tried to sell it in episode 1. Right? I bought it. I bought it, man. It was so it was such a left turn. The the like he Jordan's first ITM was an apology, which is the most out of character thing I've ever seen from him on any I, challenge I show. It,
0: be his first apology in the whole series. Yes,
1: <laughs> like he ended he ended in an engagement basically on this show, and this is the first time he's apologized for anything. Um, yeah. So I, that, it, that was ba- it was a it was pretty vague apology, but it was extremely vague. <laughs> I I would love to know, and maybe we'll get this from the podcast, but I would love to know what Tory thinks of the new Jordan. Um, that being said. Uh, the new Jordan looked a lot like the old Jordan By episode 2 did he not Because as soon as Wes took his shot It was They flicked on the lights for me And it's time for action And then it was I think we should throw Wes in And somehow they let Brad save him But like Jordan was right back to Jordan And maybe there's a little <laughs> less There might I, look, be a little I... less Dickhead edge But like yeah, he's the same guy I don't – like, it's because I – look,
0: I, I I agree that that is a um, – that is the likely scenario. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a left turn to that you're just kind of like, okay, I don't know if I'm buying this. But really, what did he do? He took a shot back at the guy who took a shot at him that no one likes in the game anyway, right? So I don't really um, – No, you're right. It's not that really, so no, much. I don't really – that, yeah, like I don't know that he's like ripped the Scoop mask off Scooby Doo style,
1: and no. you know, like ha, 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 you know, not exactly. <laughs> thing, but I, I guess, like th- th- I don't know. The new boss looks a lot like the old boss. He, he, <laughs> well, he looks like the old boss in that he went out there and destroyed that challenge. <laughs> well, that's the other part, right? Is <laughs> and, and honestly, Wes is giving Jordan more respect than he ever gave Johnny Bananas, which is. Pretty nuts But Yeah Jordan also has earned That respect Because He had And and when they showed The highlights of all The old eliminations You start to remember Like This motherfucker Came in with one hand And beat people In sledgehammer Eliminations Like Yeah Holy This guy Was an absolute terror And it's been a couple years And it's easy to forget Because there's so much content But like Jordan wisely Walked into the challenge was immediately as good as anybody there and continued to be as good as anybody there every time he showed up and then sort of disappeared. Of all the challenge competitors ever, I think he has performed at the highest level start to finish or start to now of his career from a consistency perspective. Because, you know, guys like West and Bananas had slow starts. CT was up and down, just on the basis of uh, personal off, off, uh, off challenge violence, where he was getting thrown off the show. Like I don't know that anyone has come in immediately been a star and continued to be a star every time they show up. He is really that good, and so of course Wes tried to take a shot at him, and of course that shot like missed terribly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like you know, as Tory famously said in happier times, uh, "the sickest to ever do it." (laughs) That's that's I'll never never forget that Jordan was awesome at this because I'll always remember that quote. He's in the conversation
1: Um, of best ever. Now look, he's not on their best days. CT beats every challenger ever, and I think I don't know that there's much argument to be had there. But on any given day, Jordan can beat anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think there are a couple of guys who were no longer associated with the show uh, that might be in that conversation for like just kind of walked in and and did great and Kenny never happened. really didn't. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, they. Uh,
1: th- but even them, like, they had some ups and downs, and towards the end of their runs, like, people were just all on their ass. So, but I mean, people have been on Jordan's ass because he's been an ass. People have been all over him from the moment he showed up, and he pretty much just pushes through and beats them. Yeah, with one hand <laughs> With one I hand mean, The guy is know, really it, a marvel um, and, it, and I'm excited to be watching him again Despite his ridiculous haircut Yeah, yeah,
0: I can't say I'll be rooting for him per se But uh, I'm so glad he's here <laughs>
1: Yeah, alright um, I, I, I feel like we can't keep talking Challenger We're going to do an entire Challenge podcast But, uh, the, 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 you know, the big thing here really And I'm sure you agree is This is going to be awesome Re- this is the all stars we've been wanting, and the first two episodes absolutely delivered. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh,
0: I'm uh, I'm psyched for it. And did you did you watch the this season on thing I at sure all? Did. Sure. Seems like we we may have some bananas uh, in yes. here somewhere at some point. So, yup. Uh, <laughs> we got that to look forward to. Good, good on you, MTV. I, I really do feel like, like I said, they listen to us per se. No, they did. You know, though. but I do it's feel good. like they listened to the conversation out there about this.
1: No, they're show listening. Don't kid yourself.
0: And, and made some upgrades. Maybe they, maybe they did listen to us because I do feel like these things are almost, you know, Mike, targeted. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, should we jump to Top Chef? Let's do it. Uh, another stellar episode Another episode pushing the limits of product placement um, Can I say Shout out to because oh. Just because <laughs> just you brought
1: that up And of course you're right The uh, I, Given everything we've talked about Regarding product placement In Top Chef I noticed something that shocked me In this episode And, and I guess probably the opportunity was there to notice it at any point in the season, but for some reason, was it, it that they long. shopped at
0: a regular grocery store in this one?
1: <laughs> uh, no, because we all like Whole Foods is not missing any opportunities, right? Like we know, they're, they're, yeah. I'm guessing there's just not a Whole Foods in Galveston, or they. I, was wrong, that. That, I Yeah, absolutely, that's the case.
0: And that, the only times that they don't shop at Whole Foods in that show are clearly when there's not a Whole Foods available.
1: Right. Uh, no, it's this: when they shopped in that grocery store, they all put on masks. And those masks have no ads on them Oh, good point It's just a good big point, but blank notice- <laughs> canvas mask And I was like, I can't believe They didn't put something Like a BMW symbol Or shopping with Whole Foods masks In the local Galveston grocery store Like, I could not believe There was not a product placement on that mask
0: Did you notice they got a little MasterCard thing In there
1: at the checkout, though? <laughs> they, did. they did, yes no, I mean it. Really, it it's over the top as usual, but uh, at this point, the over the top product placement is actually part of what I enjoy about Top Chef.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just one of the the things built into the cake, and I think just despite that, <laughs> despite the whole hog verbo, uh,
1: um, you know, like they put a freaking sign. Wait, by, by the, the rental, way, hold on. Like- yeah. What Verbo has a giant Verbo sign? And also, who has ever said (laughs) Verbo before? I always said VRBO. Yes, everyone always said VRBO. And this is one of those things to me where it's like, if you're VRBO, like, you're not Verbo. Just accept that everyone in the world is calling you VRBO and call yourself VRBO. It's confusing, for God's sakes. I don't know. I think Verbo got their money's worth because now I say Verbo. I guess. I guess maybe that was the point. Maybe that was what this was, is they were like, everyone is saying VRBO. We got to convince them it's (laughs) Verbo.
0: How do we do it? Let's get Padma. (laughs)
1: Um, Padma will convince everyone. Everybody listens to Padma.
0: (laughs) How does, right, uh, uh, just a quick aside on Padma, right? You're in Galveston. Mm. It is ridiculously humid. Clearly, a hurricane makes an Uh, appearance uh, later (laughs) in in the episode. And if you notice, right, like, he really does terrible things to hair. And, like, immaculate. by the end.
1: Padma is um, immaculate.
0: How is she the only one? Everybody's got hair stuff going on. Tom's
1: hat. Tom, Tom has no away. hair, and he's still got hair stuff going on. Gale's hair is blowing all over, and it's like Padma yeah. lives inside a protective bubble that where, like, there's just a slight breeze. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Okay, so
0: competition-wise, uh, this episode I think was sort of neat in that there was a pretty clear delineation between the three people we've sort of had as the uh contenders and likely finalists. Yep. And and the rest. Um and I dare say that you know, and it's obviously a little easier now <laughs> that one of them's gone, um but I dare say I think Nick is really the only one that has a chance to break into that group and he's he's got a little
1: bit more step up I think clearly to go to to get there. Um well, okay, look, I mean Ashley didn't have it. Uh did not have the ability to step up at least in this competition to the level of the top 3. Um I would agree that Nick does but ha- uh, you know, has to step up if he wants to be in the top 3.
0: Can I, can I give you an NBA analogy for Ashley? Sure. I feel like she's like she's like uh, uh, Tyrese Maxey. You know what I mean? Um, I was going to give her more of like a Pascal Siakam. Yeah, um, that that one too. On the right night, you look at him and you go, "Oh yeah, superstar." Yeah. Uh, but just the consistency night to night just isn't quite there.
1: Was never there. And like that, <laughs> you didn't cook your calamari. Come on, um, your restaurant's called Good Hot Fish, and you didn't cook your calamari. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and she knew. She, she knew. you know she knew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and you know what, Sarah and Nick knew what they did wrong as well. Um, Sarah, I, I saved Sarah though. Uh, the Sarah we have seen in the competition proper has no shot. The Sarah we yeah. saw in Last Chance Kitchen has a shot,
0: but I just but don't... she doesn't bring Last Chance Kitchen there by her own admission. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. She just now she thinks it. She don't think so. I, I don't know if you've noticed uh, in the scenes from next episode, she is saying the words. I'm trying to pretend like it's Last Chance Kitchen um, yeah. Now, I don't know if but that's going to work not, for her But if she can Right, and that's
0: meant to work Try to, right It's not, I'm I'm treating this as Last Chance, chance Kitchen It's, I am trying, mental thing To pretend, mental
1: thing This yeah. is Last Chance Kitchen You know what I mean? I mean, I, I agree that's, that's that in her head, you know Yes, and I agree that, uh, you know If we're talking odds, my hopes are not high but I do think she has that level. I just don't know what she has to do to bring it to to somewhere other than Last Chance Kitchen.
0: Yeah, I just I think she has that skill, but not that level. If that makes a sense. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh. And yeah. And I think it's it's probably just too late in the season for her to put it all together. And that's the reason, kind of why, like I think Nick can break into this group because I do feel like he has progressed steadily through this competition. Now yes. I don't know if he's progressing rate necessary to catch these other three chefs who were all pretty incredible. Um but he is progressing clearly and he the man has flavors, you know.
1: <laughs> so, yes. And and um, and in the last like 3 or 4 episodes specifically, he has made dishes that are champ worthy, right? I mean the space yes. challenge, the gumbo, like he, it's been recent. We've seen a handful, and it wasn't this this week, but recently we've seen a handful of spectacular Nick performances. So I, I think you're right. If we're ranking it, uh, four and five are Nick and Sarah, respectively, pretty clearly. Um, I would also say that number one is now pretty clear. And oh, I, I know you're going to give love to Evelyn, and she deserves it. Yeah, and and Demar is my guy. Damar is my guy, but I don't know, man. Buddha has killed everyone all year long, all season long with, you know, complicated gastronomy. I don't want to sound diminutive, but nonsense. Just goofy, foamy craziness. And at arguably the biggest challenge of them all, he made the simplest dish in the world, and it wasn't just good, he won. So, to yeah, me, like, I, like, Evelyn has done that most of the season. The, you know, simple, strong flavors, really, really high execution. And, and, and again, I like, Evelyn and Demar have both done so much stuff that makes me think that, you know, maybe this is just a top three and I shouldn't try to break it out. But since we're talking about it, I'm going to try – and I just don't see any way not to put Buddha on top, given the fact that he is not only capable of doing stuff that no one else can do, but he's capable of beating them without doing any of that stuff. I, um, all right. So here, here's
0: what I would say, and I, 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 I want to do this, we without denigrating Buddha in any way, because I do agree that he is a chef. Uh, that does not seem to have any weaknesses. Really, and, and by right? the way,
1: I don't want to denigrate Evelyn or Demar at all because I would, you know, give certainly one testicle to eat either of their foods. Um, hopefully, <laughs> I won't have to. But like, I th- all three of them could win almost any season of Top Chef, right? I mean, that's how yeah. good those three are. Here's my my counterpoint uh, for Evelyn would be.
0: That we have seen many times, Buddha make something interesting, creative, and well executed, and Evelyn just makes something better, including in this quickfire today. You're right, um, and I think she was right there with him in, in this one too. I would not have been surprised if uh, if they had said Evelyn was the winner. Although, man, it really did seem like they really liked the pasta. he <laughs> had a good story,
1: but yeah. But you well, know what? Uh, you could say that about Demar too. Damar has yeah. also. Done those same things. I I I think that's true. The other thing I would say for Evelyn
0: is that I really feel like this particular season is so in her wheelhouse. Yeah, you know what I mean. For like the kind of soulful food that she makes, and she is so familiar. And really, for a chef who you know primarily works in Mexican, super versatile man. She's like, all right, I get. You know, we're gonna display my Cajun flavors today and she knocks it out of the park, you know? Like she, well, if it's a barbecue challenge, she's going to be a contender. You know what I mean? Like yep. So I, I just feel like whatever they're going to throw at her and obviously, you know, I guess we're going to move from this setting here pretty shortly, so maybe well, that's what be I was just
1: going to say is yeah. how much does that change when they move to wherever they're moving? Which did you catch where they're going? Did they actually say? I thought they were just sort of hinting at it. It was well, like a said- culinary destination. Yeah. She said something, um, but I couldn't figure out what. Like, I couldn't tell if they were saying an actual location or if I she was also just feel like describing it.
0: Yeah, like why would you ruin that surprise? You know what I mean? For next week, yeah. Why that's would you put that in the
1: But they so, did talk I, yeah. about, it. like, they said some sort of culinary something, or I don't know. Anyway, uh, I do wonder, depending on how far and where they go to. Uh, What that will do to Evelyn's sort of I don't want to call it a built-in advantage Because that makes it sound like she's not Incredibly good Um, But she does have sort of a little edge
0: Yeah, I think Nick uh, Shares a lot of that edge Like I think a lot of challenges have suited Nick's Style, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I would say
1: beyond the culinary edge That she gets from, from knowing Texas Like there's a comfort edge, right? Like you're at home, you know what I mean? even if you're not in your house like you recognize all the places you go you you've been to these spots you you know you know what the Houston farmers market is about right you've, you've vacationed in Galveston like this is your life and i do think that like comfort is such a big part of top of of chefs doing well is just like being comfortable and doing their thing and she's been in the perfect spot to be comfortable and do her thing
0: I would love, because I know there are some top chef statisticians out there. I would love to know what the record of hometown chefs is uh, over, over yeah, the that's course a, of this. It's a great question. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I don't think I have too much more to add on this episode other than that. I'm uh, very excited to see how it plays out with those three. <laughs> very excited. <laughs>
1: Very exciting
0: (laughs) I would be very scared if I were Sarah next week (laughs) But you know what
1: though Shout out to Sarah Like She fought all the way through Last Chance Kitchen She made it back on And she lasted a challenge And like if she doesn't get into the top three or four Who could blame her She's still done a wonderful job here Like a a ton of credit to her And I just love her whole deadpan ITM like approach I I I think she's hilarious
0: I had that right here. I was just about to say that she she's a wonderful addition to the ITMs. Tremendous sense of humor. Uh, I'm not surprised that her sister is also uh, charismatic. Yes. Uh, and dude. Um, it, you know, the whole seeing everybody's family was really, really delightful. Not just for the chefs, uh, but I think for us as an audience. Yeah. Uh, I, it, w- it was a really kind of
1: heartwarming uh, episode, which oh, I, Nick uh, and his I, mom, I, I, yeah. I shed a tear for Nick and his mom. That was beautiful.
0: And 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 this this thing that they're doing that I think now seems like a regular feature of just bringing back the people from the rich history of this yeah. show is also like it's great to see Shota. It's great to see Sheldon. Oh. You know,
1: Sheldon. I I like I I was like oh man, uh, to my wife I was like baby we we just ate his food when we were in Maui. Um, yeah. It's exciting I because have- you, you do know those people And I know you as well have like tried Some of the food of some of the people Who are returning and it somehow it makes it feel Like a more intimate relationship
0: It does, it does I did have a bone to pick with Adrian as a mayonnaise hater Like yeah, you can have
1: pasta salad without mayonnaise And it's better So, uh, you know, um, get better. I. <laughs> it's funny you brought that up Because I, I wasn't going to bring it up But I found that shocking Like shocking That your complaint about a top chef dish is that the mac salad didn't have mayonnaise she like,
0: did she, in fairness in fairness she did say she just wanted a creamy texture it didn't necessarily have to be mayonnaise yeah but, i guess um, but like
1: it was just a weird comment to me it really was and and yeah. honestly i i am not a mayonnaise hater i'm 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 not a mayonnaise like super fan but i'm fine with mayonnaise i put it on stuff and like There's nothing special about a Mac Salad with mayonnaise you know what I mean Yeah like it's a you can get It at any deli in the country I I don't I don't know that was just a weird I honestly I would not bring her back Again (laughs) (laughs) She was not a good judge I didn't remember her from the season Either (laughs) yeah I was like I want Chef Colorado (laughs) Yeah bring back what's her face who cooked uh, Cakes in the snow you know what I mean? Yeah Carrie Yeah Is that her name? she? Yeah well Carrie I think she's been back a couple She times. has been back uh, But I'm just saying like I don't know I think generally They've done a really good job Of finding fan favorites To bring back Like who didn't love yeah, Shoda Or Gregory Or you know Like almost all the people Dawn who, who looks like She'll be back next week Um, Everybody loves those people And then was like nah, Alright And then she was Not super <laughs> helpful As a judge And uh, I was over it I'm not going
0: to ban it from the show, but I agree with what you said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a
1: ban. It's just a, like you've you've dropped pretty far down the list of of people we're going to call in the future. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe it might be a couple of years before we get to you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um,
0: All right, uh, I'm going to jump into sh- some shows if that's cool with you. Let's do it. Uh, I love that for you, uh, starring <laughs> Vanessa Bayer. Um, wh- why are you
1: laughing? <laughs> cuz I thought you were going to talk about something that you loved and I was interested in, to find out what it was but then you were just saying the name of a show.
0: But then I just right then I just said the name of a show which I definitely did not love.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I the, I figured pot- you were going to start talking about one of the other two shows we watched cuz I was sure <laughs> nobody loved this. And it's not even that it's bad or certainly not terrible, it's just very Average
0: The pilot felt to me like the SNL skit That went on for too long um, Yeah the, the second episode was a little better But like at it's heart right This is a workplace comedy It's very much a workplace comedy
1: Extremely workplace and, comedy
0: And if for those to work you have to A. want to spend time in the workplace The the setting and like the The comedic potential of the premise And the setting is not bad But I don't really not really enjoying the coworkers for the, for the most part, so um, that that feels like a real problem to me in your workplace comedy.
1: I, I'm, I hadn't like the phrase workplace comedy had not popped into my head, but it's perfect because um, that's exactly what this is. And uh, even without that popping into my head, the lack of character was. Notable. Just it, every single character on this show is the bare bonesiest pencil sketch of a person. I don't. And look, maybe that's unfair through two episodes to to grade it, but like, there's just no heart. There's no heart in the show. Yeah, and there
0: just aren't that many people that you want to find. Uh, out more about Which is a shame Because I, I do think Molly Shin's a really good actor Yes um, and we've, You know As, as we've seen uh, You know uh, In the last year or so In some in some things So um,
1: And maybe I just this think- is coming But I was watching it Like waiting for some sort of Turn in her character That made the character Like interesting Or whole And it just doesn't happen
0: Yeah And Jennifer Lewis is just You know Doing character Pretty much Right, right?
1: Jennifer Lewis right. is just like a It feels like a Again, like an SNL sketch of a boss.
0: Yeah. And I feel like she's she's like the fancy business version of the blackish character that she's doing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's It's a bummer. Um because actually like there's been enough Showtime things lately that I've liked that I was pretty excited about this and it just it this felt a lot like the old Showtime if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would
1: I would agree with you on that. Um like, oh, we got yeah. some people, we'll throw the thing together Writers? Nah, whatever <laughs> It's gonna make a great trailer
0: You'll watch this, right? Come on yeah. uh, Now yeah. we just have to see if they let it run For seven more seasons than you <laughs> would like <laughs> uh, And it is a bummer
1: Because I, I also think Vanessa Bayer can be funny um, But this is an incredibly One-note performance Again, everything about it feels like a An SNL sketch that They did not Brought, they did not like fill in enough to make it into an actual show. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um,
0: let's move to an entirely different sort of workplace show. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Offer, um, which is the story of the Godfather uh, coming from uh, the page to the screen uh, with uh, Miles Teller and Juno Temple. And uh, a cast of many Yeah I'm really en- enjoying uh, what I've seen from this show so far I it, How much have you I, watched? I, I want to say four episodes Oh wow, okay I think so Yeah That's like, even I, more than I, me I
1: kind of jumped into it there um, I got to uh, say Because
0: i sort of hooked. I,
1: I was not expecting this to be as compelling and entertaining as it was And maybe that was just like a bias because it's Paramount Plus and like we really haven't seen a lot of original content from Paramount Plus that was compelling. Um, I mean, the challenge is obviously on there. I think that's why we're both subscribing. But um,
0: Well, yeah, that and, you know, if you like the Taylor Sheridan verse, I really enjoyed Mayor Kingstown and I'll I'll be back for another season of that. But that's that's it for me in terms of originals.
1: Yeah, I did not finish Mayor of Kingstown and it's not that I hated it, but like I didn't feel like that was that show was special. I do feel like this show is special. The acting is phenomenal. The the it's a great choice of a story to tell. I didn't really know how complicated and sort of star-crossed the production was, and everybody knows the key beats of The Godfather, so it's it's poking at nostalgia. It has a handful of phenomenal acting performances from Miles Teller, Juno Temple is always spectacular, but Matthew Good is awesome in this. Um, is, is Matthew Good is he playing uh, um,
0: Evans? Uh, Robert
1: Evans. Yes. Yeah. And I just I loved it. I loved it. I was totally compelled and drawn in. Giovanni Rabisi as Joe Colombo. Like. I, I loved it and I'm excited to watch more and I'm a little surprised this story of the making of the Godfather has not been told in more detail before because it seems fascinating have you seen the kids stays in the picture no I don't think so oh you That's should watch old that though,
0: right uh I mean it's uh, define old <laughs> I want to say I want to say Early part of this uh, Of the 2010s I want to say is when oh, I came right. out I'll, No it I'll was 2002
1: it. but um, God I thought that was like Early 90s So that uh, yeah, is it's not, the it's not, That's the That's the actual Evans
0: documentary And right. actually,
1: uh his it life is this.
0: Super interesting outside of the Godfather but you're going to get some Godfather in there too
1: Interesting yeah I should watch um, so, that So yeah
0: I recommend checking that out
1: Yeah, Cause I really It's, I, it's I was fully unaware of the level of intrigue That the making of this film has And, and of course, in retrospect It's laughable to see the way some of these people re- Respond to the idea of the godfather, right? Because we know what happened um, But I think uh, the guy Who I've only, I think, ever seen In the Fantastic Beasts movies But the guy who plays Coppola Is another tremendous performance Like... We know these characters You know If you're someone who follows Hollywood Like The name Al Ruddy Is familiar to you And the face of Francis Ford Coppola And you know Mario Puzo And like These are characters we Know of And getting to spend some time with them Is really cool I'm This was a Super pleasant surprise for me And I'm very excited about it Agreed. Did you watch any of the little featurettes that that, yes. that
0: popped up after the,
1: yeah, I did. Like I the, watched
0: the whole Um <laughs> uh, the whole thing where they uh um uh Puzo and Coppola move in together in real life. Amazing. Uh, uh, and then that like affects their friendship was like and the guy's like, "Oh, so you want to go method." <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a rip. Yeah, like I I really enjoyed that. And and I do think that their relationship as collaborators on screen does have a lot of chemistry. Does kind of pop, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. And, I, and and the period details I think are really interesting. Um, yeah. And look, I, 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 I have uh, not seen
1: the kids stays yeah. in the picture, but I I gotta tell you, in two or three episodes of this show, friggin' Robert Evans is one hell of a compelling person. Like it's just it, he is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, that man lived a life. You should watch that. <laughs> all right. Um, so, we'll put all that right. on the off-pod uh, list.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. Um, oh, there's I, there's a documentary now parody of The Kid Stays in the Picture. I didn't realize. <laughs> <That's> um, <laughs> i meaning to go back and make sure that I've seen that. Um, all right, last but not least is Made for Love. Um to me i don't I don't have a lot to add. I was not as compelled yeah. by the first couple of episodes of this as I was uh by season one, but I you know some of that's just a natural yes, we're doing another season and have to come up with more stuff in you know but i it is it does occur to me that maybe this was meant to be that singular story of that one season in the cube, you know what I mean,
1: yeah, perhaps, but i I guess what I would say is this um. And I don't – it's good because we're we're getting long here and and we probably don't want to waste too much time on this. And we probably could have skipped it uh, from a podcast perspective. But if you're wondering whether you might like Made for Love Season 2, I would ask you the question, did you like Made for Love Season 1? And if so, like, you'll probably enjoy this. And I don't know if it'll be as good, but it's pretty enjoyable. I I still really like the performances that uh, Krista Miliati and and Ray Romano are giving. Um and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's perfectly good
0: Yeah, it's perfectly good
1: I, was, I would say,
0: if I asked you, did you like Man for Love Season 1 And you said no, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's probably um. true <laughs> But like, What's I, your deal, man? I, I think this, this Season
1: 2 <laughs> falls very comfortably Into a non-essential but totally enjoyable watch situation
0: You've you've nailed it exactly. Um, it's a hey, you need some content. Here's here's some pretty good content for
1: yeah, you. Yeah, I mean the um, trick is like who needs content these days, right? If anything, we need sure. to like focus. Although we've, I feel like as as as
0: as, as uh, you'll find out as we're getting to this homework, we finally hit a little bit of a chance to catch your breath and maybe catch up on some of the stuff that you started. Uh, these you know last what? couple of weeks and have not gotten a chance to finish.
1: Um, it's uh, so funny you say uh, that because we talked about that. Next weeks. Yeah, we talked about that and agreed on that <clears throat> as we were talking about homework before we started recording. And and that that's not... you found seven other things that you want to talk about. <laughs> well, no, I, no, because you're right. There's <clears throat> we've got a little TV lull, which is nice because I have a lot of things to finish. Um, but let me just read some things that might take up your time this week. The Black Keys, Dropout Boogie, The Smile, A Light for Attracting Attention, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, Uh, Florence and the Machine, Dance Fever, Tank and the Bangas, Red Balloon, this is as interesting and big of a music release week as I can remember in the last few years.
0: Yeah, the, yeah that's a great point and we probably should Put like Kendrick and then the smile At least in the homework
1: right we probably should And and I don't know if we need to talk about it But you can bet your ass I'm going to find some time To listen to the Black Keys new record so uh, If if it's a bit of a Break from TV uh, we're Going to be able to fill those holes With new music and I'm very excited about That
0: And I would throw into that pile that My Chemical
1: Romance dropped their First right. new song in
0: 12 years okay. That's yeah, right so.
1: My Chemical Romance is making Music it, it's a uh, it's 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 truly the salad days, folks.
0: It, yeah, there's uh, it's, the content spigot continues to flow. Uh, so, all right. So, in addition to the Kendrick record and the Smile record, the Smile is, by the way, the Tom York Johnny Greenwood uh, project. And hold on, um, before
1: we move on, uh, I want to look up because I cannot remember his damn name, the drummer um, Tom Skinner, who. I, I mean, I watched that concert Did you watch that concert?
0: No, I have not seen the concert
1: Okay, so The Smile sort of debuted With a live show that they broadcast on the internet And I watched that And um, look, I love and have infinite respect For Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, And I would watch them do anything And listen to anything they made And I gotta say The revelation from that concert was I don't know who Tom Skinner is But he is an absolute monster Monster behind the drums. <laughs> a monster. I, uh, I, he's, yeah. I I I was mind blown, honestly, watching him. He was spectacular. And that does not happen to me with drummers a lot. I have a very high standard for drummers. Um I, I have been known to sneer at drummers that other people think are spectacular, but this guy is off the chains. That that's great to hear, and I mean certainly
0: on the songs that I've heard, although some of them are, you know, a little mellower, they don't have huge drum parts, but He's holding his own on the record, so um, yeah, and
1: and at least live on some of those lesser drum tracks, he was playing synthesizers too. So uh, the guy the guy's a monster, I'm telling you. And if you can find like a YouTube video of that concert, I would strongly recommend it to anyone who enjoys Tom York and Johnny Greenwood. Um, it's very much in the vein of of radiohead and and their solo works, and it's really great. yep.
0: Yeah. um all right, so we're gonna add to that pile uh, hacks, which uh, came out last night, season two. Uh, and, uh, the entire, uh, season of Ozark, uh, or half season, I guess, that just dropped. We're going to, uh,
1: finish that up and, and, and let you know how it ends. Of Ozark. Yeah.
0: By the way, did you know that, uh, there's only a couple more Saul's and then they're, they're, they're they're taking a break and dropping the rest of the season. I I was unaware of this until recently. So I
1: I also Um, learned that recently. Uh, I have not watched this week's episode yet. Um, Maybe because I learned that information and I'm trying to process it, uh, but I can't get over how good that show is right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, you know, masters of their craft. Um, Absolutely. Did you notice that uh, Ray Seahorn directed an episode? I did Um, notice that. Yes. So they had her, the first episode of the show that she directed, they had a DP who um, was making his debut. And you never know the difference, right? Like it—it's unreal. Looked like a Saul episode, you know yep. what I mean? So yeah.
1: Uh, well, and I think so, you know,
0: yeah.
1: someone like, someone like Raya Seahorn specifically, who has been the heart of this show for what five years now, clearly understands the tone and and like what we're doing here. Um, and I think that's yeah. part of what makes this show great—is that everybody involved totally understands what's happening and and how to make it its best. It's just. I you know I've had this conversation a couple times and and we should probably wait to have it till it's over but um there's a tricky relationship because break because Saul just doesn't work if you haven't seen Breaking Bad already I don't think or I shouldn't say doesn't work it it would be a lot yeah, harder yeah, to get into but um, there's a
0: lot there's just a, I mean obviously there's a lot of references you exactly not get. and and also
1: it starts <laughs> slow right I mean that was that's yeah. Part of the charm of this show is it's been a constant crescendo since the very beginning And it started very, very slow with a lot of doc review Which, of course, we've discussed um, But I honestly think it's a better show than better than Breaking Bad Just viewed as a piece I think it it's They were just at the top of their game when they started And They obviously saw the whole thing and how it was going to go in advance and it's just that there is there is not a fly on this television program. It is basically perfect.
0: Which is uh ironic uh, if you think about a certain episode of Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I it's hard for me to separate the two. Like I because yeah. they, they just got a feel of a whole of a whole piece.
1: So. They are. They uh, are, but but man, like and I loved Breaking Bad. But ah, this show, this show, man, this show. That's great. Anyway, that's not something we're going to talk about next week.
0: (laughs) Not something we're going to talk about. And I'm just—I'll just throw this in here because we got to go. But another thing that we talked about recently that I think is picking up steam, and I'm uh, really enjoying, is We on the City. Yeah, Um,
1: yeah. It it better pick up steam because there's only like two episodes left. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well I think we're getting the
0: the uh, Freddy great right in the next one so I think it's really we're coming to a head here on stuff so um all right let's uh let's get out of here for this week uh hacks Ozark some music and uh and I'll talk to you on Friday next time
1: yeah and even if we're not talking about it please enjoy the NBA playoffs yeah
0: I'll, I certainly will be doing that as well
1: okay bye this game's in the Admiral refrigerator the door is closed the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. So long everybody.
0: And do me a favor, have yourself a tremendous evening.